this party was, I mean, the people that we like to drink, this group of people. Mm -hmm and just have fun and this was a special birthday party and I thought I, I'm going to be tempted big time yeah and I thought I'm doing it for Jesus <laughs> I am I am doing it for Jesus Katie I made it. <laughs> Hello. Guess what? I'm in town. You are. <laughs> You're here. The mama's here. You flew in today. Yeah. I mean, literally, what, 10 minutes ago? Yeah. I didn't think I'd make it. Seriously, did not think I'd make it. Talk about weather fronts in Milwaukee. Talk about weather. Now we have torrential rains. Torrential. And I have stories to tell. Some horrendous that you're going to just flip out about. We are drinking. What day is this? Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Monday. Sunday, Monday. Sixth day. Not even a week without drinking, but I'm almost. doing great. And like I um, this is Shirley non-alcoholic dry sparkling rosé. And it's very good. S-U-R. It sounded like Shirley, like Shirley Temple. It's Shirley. What did I say? Shirley. Sh- yeah, it's the same thing. No. S-U-R-E. Shirley. Surely. Okay. <laughs> okay. Anyhow, whatever. It's, it's not bad. It's good, right? Yes, it is. It good. tastes. It's like not super sweet, and we have it in a nice wine glass. Yes. Okay. Tell me about the torrential. So rain. anyhow, we have had. This has been a week of weather in Milwaukee. I'm telling yeah. you, this past week, I had no problem with that because I was just stuck inside. We had another snowstorm, and then it turned into sleet. Ice. I mean, we had it all. It was so bad. And you brought it here because we're supposed to get a big snowstorm well, tomorrow. And everything kind of died down for a while. And then last night when I was ready to go to bed, uh, I got these alerts saying uh, torrential rains. I said, torrential rains? Sure enough, I woke up this morning and it was like an immediate flashback to when Katie and I were in uh, Texas. Long story short, we went I there. I was like, 10 years old. Oh, no, no. You were a little older than that, honey. No, well, maybe I think I'm I was wrong. like 10 or 11. Like I was young. Maybe it was 15 years ago. Uh, well, I'm almost well, 30. Forget about that. But anyhow, yeah, you were maybe 14. All right. Okay. But anyhow, we went down there for a very quick trip because uh, a very, very dear friend of mine. I know I got to Yeah, make just it come on. We don't need to talk about how they died. Over just, Virginia. Come on. It's always just this. I well, know. then this person died and I went down. Okay, we were down so there we, for a friend. We went whatever. down there really quick. That is, a, that is a story in itself. Don't okay. you remember the hotel? We talk about, all right, talk about <laughs> hotels. We, we, I had no cash at the time. It was, we were like very strapped and tight. <laughs> and we stayed at a hotel from hell. <laughs> We did. Hell. You told me. Do not you take like, your clothes off. <laughs> you go yeah. sleep in all your clothes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But that's rough. that's a whole nother episode. But we were down there and I thought, well, while we're down here, Katie, I'm going to show you the, let's go drive to the Alamo. All right. So I got the cheapest <laughs> car possible and it was like a white. I don't know what it was, but it was so low to the ground. Yeah. I know you all think may think it's a sports car. It wasn't a sports car. It was no, just. I don't think anyone bought it. Yeah. But anyhow. All of a sudden, it was torrential rains down there, which I thought, well, I can handle this. Well, you can't if you because don't because it doesn't like it doesn't soak in. Yeah, There's nowhere flood. to soak in, so it's flooding. So we were like literally hydroplaning yeah. 
and Katie kept saying, I mean, it white knuckled, but anyway. You were just saying, keep on praying. Keep, keep praying. Yeah. Oh, Mary. <laughs> got to get off. We've got to get off the next exit. Yeah. Well, we made it safely, obviously. But anyhow, so that was my flashback this morning. Yeah. I mean, it was thundering. It was coming down in pellets. And I'm talking about, we had a lot of snow. So yeah. ice. It, oh, yeah. And yeah. so then Delta was saying, I don't know if you're going to, you know, make it. make it or not, but I'm here. But you're here. But, but this past to... weeks, literally, uh, we, I couldn't leave the house again. So it was like, I just did so much catch up, which was good. Yeah. It was good for me. Well, it's supposed to snow. I'm, I brought tomorrow. tomorrow. I brought it. La- later tonight and tomorrow in New York. I think later tonight it's supposed to snow. Just, seriously? Yeah. yeah. And, it's and like now I'm terrified because I'm like, can you imagine if they need to postpone my wisdom teeth? Like, if it's a snowstorm, I would die. <laughs> your, your I would anxiety. die. My anxiety. Yeah. I woke up this morning. My heart was racing. I just started to cry. I know. You know what? I've been so emotional. I don't know what it is with the moon, the sun. I am in such a funk. I've just been crying. Well, that's why the mama's here. Every second. Matt doesn't know what the hell is wrong with me. I look at him and I just start to cry. No. No. No, I I have been. It's, well, it's. And then I have two canker sores in my mouth. Well, that's, yeah, that's stress. Literally, you gave that to me. Whenever I have any (laughs) stress and you're the same way, it comes out in bodily functions, either rashes, dermatitis, canker sores, cold sores. It's just. You boils. Yeah, boils. I have two canker sores in my mouth. Well, they'll take care of that. You got to make sure you tell the doctor that though, just so what? that he, he'll he be careful about pulling on it. <laughs> I don't think he'll be like, like, this is the same doctor I went to when I went for my um, consultation. And I was like, how many times have you done this? Can you fully sedate me? I'll take a breathing tube. He looked no, at me like no. I was insane. Yeah. How are you going to do a breathing tube if he's going in your mouth? He said that he's done that before. Oh, come on, honey. He goes, he, no, he said that. I know, but don't do that. Well, I, I said no, but I'm just saying. You're not going to know. Once he knocks you out and gives you that happy medicine, you'll I'm be done. But I think I'm afraid because I've never been knocked out before. You're gonna, you're, it's going to be, a, you're not going to even know it. The few procedures I've had done, and I said, let me know. And then by that time I was done and and- I thought, did he even do anything yet? I know, but I'm also afraid of like what I'm going to say. You're not going to say a darn thing, Katie. No, people say crazy stuff. Well, when you wake up, you might. But yeah. Matt will be there. Yeah, uh-huh. That's another thing. I'm here, but <laughs> I, I needed you I, here. I thought about it, and I thought, you know, my mom was always there for me. In fact, to the point where it was too much, where Kevin got off the hook quite a bit because my mom was always there, and. Of course, I was appreciative of that. Kevin was extremely appreciative of that. But I thought, you know what? He needs to learn how to take care of you in <laughs> good times and in bad. But you'll be here, I though. will be there in the wings and uh, after it. So he's going to take you and bring yeah. you home. And the mama will be there when you come home. Oh and God. I'll make sure that I'll, uh, I'll be the little nurse. But I have a feeling you're going to be okay. I'm terrified. Katie, you got such a big mouth that he can just (laughs) – Big jaw, and I'll be able to just go right in and rip them out. So you'll be fine. It'll pop them out. And then I told you about the uh, flood we had in our apartment. (gasps) Okay, I'm looking. Do you see? There's the hole. There's the hole. Literally. So this was – Who found out that it was leaking? So this was – was it last – Yeah, last weekend. Yeah. Or I don't even – No, it was in the middle of the week, kind of. Yeah, I don't even remember. And – I went up to go take a shower. Yeah. And Matt was down here watching TV. And you, and it was like later in the in the night. So like usually he would come up and like be in bed already. Yeah. But he was down here for some reason. I 
was doing laundry all day and then I took a shower and then all of a sudden I hear Matt screaming like, oh my God, oh my God, what is this? Oh no. And then he, I come down and it's raining and he's just taking videos. I'm like, get pots and pans. Come on. What, it's going on the carpet. Like, let's oh, clean it up. No. He like, was just like, was stunned. But and it, it had nothing to do with the weather outside. It was no, the inner like some, workings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then the guys came over the next day, the plumbers. They were here from literally 11.30 a.m. till like 7 o'clock. But like Katie, but all day. Back up a little bit. About, what did Matt do when it was raining down? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And I go, <laughs> get he, the pots. Come on. What, what is this? Did you turn off the water? Yeah, I ran. I turned off the water, but he, he was like, what? Frozen. Oh, now I'm like, let's get the pots. Come on, get a towel. We got to oh, figure this out. Lord. So we have pots and pans all over. And then I, yeah, so we like had no idea what that happened, like what caused it. No. The, the plumbers came from like 11:30 till seven all day, trying to figure out where it came from. And then they cut a huge hole in the ceiling. Yeah. Well. Yeah. So, that's so did they figure it out? No. They, they still supposed, haven't figured it out. No, they were supposed to come today. No one came today. Oh, so. lovely. I'll answer the door with my big chipmunk <laughs> mouth <laughs> no. and be like, hey, come fix but my But see, and this is the thing that probably irritates Matt Kills to him. no end to see that big hole in the ceiling. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. Well. So that's fun. Yeah, so I'm trying to think of catch-ups. What else? Well, Kevin's been in Virginia, the state of Virginia, uh, this Opposed whole past what? last week. Well, we were talking about, okay, what any? Anyhow. <laughs> <laughs> when I saw my notes, I saw Virginia. I was thinking of my friend, Virginia. But anyhow, so we've been like crossing in the night. So yeah. he came home on Saturday and I was supposed to leave on Sunday. And I thought, well, I better have one day so I can yeah. say hi to him and catch up yeah. before I left. So what did I do then last week? So when I was stuck in the house for a while, well, I had a couple uh, board meetings, uh, board meetings. I'm on an advisory committee meeting for a theater company in town, which was quite exciting. No, you're kind of like, you don't really like the board meetings. Oh, this you don't know about. What? The advisory committee I was on. What is, why didn't you tell me? Well, because it was kind of a last minute thing that they asked me and I was pretty excited. Oh, mm-hmm. nice. Look at you. And mum's the word on that. But anyhow, yeah, so that's what I kind of did last week and... Caught up on wash and yeah, ironing. Matt and I and- went on Saturday night. We went to the well, and it's like this spa in the city. It's on like Fifteenth and Fifth or Park, and we got massages at seven fifteen at night. So, oh, but that's nice. And you come home and just literally, oh. an, and we did an hour and a half each. Oh, I love that. And then they have these incredible saunas. So we. Had the massages, went into the saunas, and then took a shower, and then came home. Just flop in bed, and yeah. you, but you had a good night's sleep. It was sleep. so nice. Yeah. Are you still recommend. in the full bed? Yes, we're still in the oh, full so bed. so you're still on top of each other. Yeah. Well, that's all right. So then dad got home just in time because we were going to a good friend's surprise 60th birthday party. <laughs> Wait, I need to preface this. Okay. <laughs> I'm afraid of what you're going to say. Because the night of this party... You oh. called me Jeez. in such a tizzy, tizzy, such a tizzy. I wish I had this phone call recorded. For, she was asking about fashion advice. Okay, All great. I asked about was so, what hand baked to wear. No, you literally didn't. You uh, yes, no, you didn't. You asked about the jewelry and the shoes. You asked about the whole outfit. Okay, go on. Your attitude was so 
snappy. nasty. It was snappy. <laughs> snappy. And I'm just trying to help you. And I'm like, Mom, you're beautiful, but maybe I think you should try a different necklace. What do you mean? The necklace is not good. Well, on the other I know. I did. I said, what? Now you want me to change the whole You literally situation? called me asking for my opinion. And yeah. I gave your opinion. And I'm like, why are you so upset? You go, well, take a guess. Take a guess, Katie. I texted you And I was that. like, why? And she goes, well, because I can't have a drink at this party. You I got so upset. I, well, you know, I was nervous because I didn't want to make an issue of it, obviously, there. Well, you were making an issue with me, Well, right? of course, with you. What? But <laughs> because I, I just – this party was – I mean, the people that we like to drink, this, these, this group of people, mm-hmm. and just have fun. And this was a special birthday party, and I thought, I, I'm going to be tempted big time. Yeah. And I thought, I'm doing it for Jesus. <laughs> I am, I am doing it for Jesus. And I said to Kevin, and Kevin's doing it too. Dad's yeah. doing it too. And I said, don't even Literally, ask. all me. of us are doing I it. I know. I said, do not ask me what I want to drink. Just go and get the drink. What did you have? A, a club soda with lime. Love it. As soon as we got there, the guy came over and he goes, well, can I get your orders? Dad goes, what would you like to drink? I said, didn't. Mm. I said, just get club soda with. But anyhow. What do you have? It's the same thing. Okay, good. And um, we survived beautifully. And I was so proud of myself because I really thought I was going to cave. Really? Yeah. And I didn't, no one asked. Yeah. You know, now if Mary was wondering, now she knows. But anyhow, it was People fine. are too self-involved. They don't care what other people are doing, I feel. Well, not my friends, but um, it was, I was just so proud of myself that I, I was proud that. last night. I went to dinner with my two girlfriends, with Katie and Jess. And I was like, oh, no, because that was my first time going out to eat mm-hmm. since um, Ash Wednesday. And I was totally fine. But they're really not that. None, none of us no, drink. No, no. They're not really that big of drinkers. No. But and I'm tempted. not either. But when, yes, I'm at, are, when I'm at these kind of <laughs> events, Kate. You are. I am too. You, you don't. You, she's looking at me like, Katie, shut up. I am not a big drinker. Yeah, but, you are. But, but at these events, the wine was free flowing and yeah. it was just lovely wine. <laughs> could smell it. It's okay. So we anyhow. like to drink. All right. So anyhow, <laughs> and then on Sunday, my sweet Lizzie was not feeling good. Christopher was stressed out because of all of his work he had to do. I said, how about if Willie and Maggie come on over? <laughs> sweet. So they did. They spent the day with us. And nap times are not the same at Zaza's house anymore because guess what? They don't want to nap. No, they're fine. Oh. But Maggie climbs out. Now she climbs out, and I, and here I was going into this important meeting, yeah. Zoom meeting, and I made sure Kevin knew, make sure, you know, I got him down and everything, and all of a sudden, I'm ready to start the Zoom meeting, and there's Maggie standing by me at the desk. <laughs> I went, oh, my Lord. Oh, my. So I quick turned it off, and I said, Kevin, you know. That's cute. But she, yeah, she's now, yeah. But uh, after we finally got him down, two and a half hour nap. Wow. Wow. Jealous. Yeah. So we had fun. We had a good day. We even got their snowsuits on Aww. and crunched around in the snow, That's wrote their cute. name in the snow. That's yeah, cute. that was fun. So That's we had so a good cute. time. Yeah, so that was kind of the end of my week. But um, what about you? Just kind of. I mean, that's it. We started, Matt and I started watching. He's going to hate me for saying this. It's this trash reality TV show on Netflix. What's it called? The Perfect Match. Oh, oh it, it's absolutely terrible, but it's at incredible it is so good we are hooked it like takes all the people from 
other like trash reality TV shows yeah. like to find love and they all put them in one show together, it's quality television. So we oh, watch that. Dear. Yeah. Yeah, no. I haven't really been watching Oh, much. no. The what? the Murdoch thing. Oh. How crazy. He's nuts. Wait, no, Matt. And that's a really good thought And about it's this. on CNN Live. The, in fa- yeah. fact, we have to catch up tonight. Why? Is there another? Well, no, no, no. You're watching the Netflix, but it's happening right now, live TV. No, I know. The, 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 the trial. The trial. No, I know. I saw him. That's, that's like a Netflix episode right there because well, he is snotting, something else. His snot was coming down Oh, crying. no, I didn't see that. Oh, it was crazy. No, but Matt He's has a really good idea, which I think this could be true as well. We both don't think that he killed his wife, wife and son. And son. We think that he is somehow involved with the drug cartel because the opioid in, in addiction. the in the Netflix documentary, they said that they had a run, like a plane runway. Yeah, and they could easily be like put like shipping in cocaine or opi- opioids or whatever. Well, then why wouldn't he runway, just say that? Then, be, and then I well, I'm sure that then if he said it, that in jail they'll kill him in jail. Do I don't think I don't think he has much of a chance in jail anyhow. But like, isn't that a good theory? That's well, a possibility. And then the cartel came and killed the the wife and the son. No. I think he did it, but we'll we'll see what happens with the jury yeah. and whatnot. But wow, it's quite riveting. And but Buster. You, Buster. Yeah. Crazy. With that other boy. Yeah. It's sad. It's what's the documentary s- that just came out is really good. It's a three episode documentary on Netflix. It's so just sad. It's just sad to see what happens uh, in a family like that. Yeah. I mean, just like they, they were crazy. Well, I mean, all of know, them, there's, there was no guidance. No guidance. I mean, the parents allowed them to but drink they were like, freely. But they were like estranged too. Like the, the, the two of them? Yeah. She like. That's why well, it's crazy, too, because she wasn't living with him at the end. Oh, that she, I did not know. They were, like, estranged. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of, lot of problems there. But I'm, it is so sad, and yeah. it's just. It is sad. So, you know what, maybe this is a good segue, because I love that word. But um, when I was at this uh, surprise 60th birthday party for Tim, I was talking to two lovely, lovely girls, Janie and Callie. And, you know, they're kind of relatives now. I forgot on Christopher's side because they're Lizzie's. Well, anyhow, long story short, they're kind of relatives. I like to think of them as that. But they're your age, a little older. And they were just, they were so complimentary about our honest to Pete. I said, spread the word, spread Mm -hmm. the word. And um, they had mentioned how happy they were to see that we were talking a little bit about religion and spirituality and not afraid to talk about that, especially Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. uh, as a hip girl here in New York City. And you even posted a picture of you with your ashes on. And I said, so that really touched you. And they Mm -hmm. said, it really did. It really did. And I thought, "Uh uh-huh, maybe we have something going on here. Yeah. And, um, I thought that might be a good topic to just hit upon today Um, because it's certainly something that you were brought up with being Mm -hmm. Catholic, as we've mentioned, but, but you also were exposed to other religions Mm -hmm. and other ways of life. But I will say that, yes, you and dad did a great job of exposing me to every walk of life, but the way that I was brought up and where I was brought up is very 
controlled and was very a little bit like a bubble. Everyone in Whitefish Bay is Catholic. Well, the majority of people. Well, yeah. in certain pockets, and then there's a huge pocket of Jewish people in Fox Point, and yes, but, but Christian, yes, the majority of people that you in, hung around that, with, yeah, that I grew up with, and the yeah. neighborhood yeah. that I lived in, yep, was Christian or Catholic, yeah. So I realized there was other faiths, but I don't think I actually realized. You probably did more than other kids, other friends. Sure. But I'm just saying like I did, but probably not as much as I thought I did. I think it was much more organic for you because of my best friend, Wendy, that it was just so easily incorporated because of that. And because the fact that you guys went to preschool there. No. Yeah. But what I'm saying is like, I don't, and this is not like a, and this is not a negative thing to you or a negative thing. Like, Sure, I understood that there was other religions, but I really didn't understand there was other religions. Yeah, that's because okay. I was very under well, you the went umbrella. To, and you went, I went to, to a Catholic, Catholic grade, grade school, school, Catholic high school. I was very in that world. And I think until I moved to New York and I went to college, I was like, oh my God, wait, what? Like, yeah. All of there's so many different thought processes and beliefs and people and the way they're thinking and but don't do you think that at, that you had a head start maybe more so than some of the other kids because of the way you were raised maybe because we went down to the cathedral quite a bit I'm sure but I, I'm yes but I don't think as far I as was, opening your eyes to other yes but I think I was truly my eyes were opened when I moved to New York yep because I wasn't surrounded by it right on a day-to-day basis right and you know it's funny I knew that you know I was I was a little worried only not really worried. I wasn't worried about you in New York City. I knew you had a good head on your shoulders. I knew that, as dad said, we gave you and Critty the the foundation. We Mm -hmm. gave you a really strong foundation. You know right from wrong. And we trusted that it was, now it was your time to, you know, call on those, Mm -hmm. um, that's those strengths that we gave you. I do remember that you had times that you questioned. Of course. Well, um, I think there's your faith. a lot of Catholicism that I don't believe in and that I don't subscribe to and I mm-hmm. don't identify with. Mm-hmm. And I think just as every individual person has their image of their God, I think every person has their image of what their faith or their religion is. I think my Catholicism is different than Christopher's Catholicism yes. than it is to you yes. or anyone else. And I think that's okay. But when I was in college and I started learning so much more, it's like, oh my God, like everyone should have the right to get married. We, I, I think I would prefer to like priests get married. Like mm-hmm. the, so many thoughts that I just didn't, that didn't resonate with and me. And I don't, I don't think you're alone in those thoughts. Of course. And I think that you know, I think that it's so healthy to have this dialogue with your children mm-hmm. as parents, because I don't have all the answers to that. And many times I would go or I would call Father Hammer. Mm-hmm. And Father Hammer was uh, head of the AIDS ministry through the uh, archdiocese. And he was just so open and uh, to, to all walks, very inclusive. Yes, inclusive to all walks of life. Yet he was a priest. Right. Um, but he understood, and I remember talking to him a little bit when you had questioned your faith and whatnot, and 
he said, you know, Carol, not everybody can be a pretty Catholic. Mm-hmm. He says, that's really hard. And I said, yeah, I know. And my Christopher was, uh, he went to Catholic grade school and then he went to a Jesuit all boys high school and a Jesuit, uh, college. So, uh, needless to say, those Jesuits really got a hold of Christopher and, which is a wonderful, beautiful thing. And that was always Christopher. And, but anyhow, getting back to Father Hammer and Father Hammer would say, Katie has the Catholic in her. She's got the faith in her. It'll, it's all, it'll always be there. Mm-hmm. Not to worry. And and I think he was right. And to be honest with you, Katie, I had a point in my life, and it was probably around your same age, that I questioned things. And I questioned things because I was brought up, I don't want to say a strict Catholic, but I guess it was much more strict mm-hmm. than you can imagine um, when I look back at it. But the softer side of the Catholicism that I had was through my grandmother, who was from the old country. I think we talked about it a little bit. And she was even a third order Franciscan after her husband died. She was that devote mm-hmm. of a Catholic where she would, she didn't speak much English, but she found her little pocket of Croatian women that would go to daily mass. And after daily mass, they would stay and they would pray the rosaries for mm-hmm certain people. And I remember them even back then praying for Russia mm-hmm. to calm down. You know, she would say, pray for it now, you yeah. know. But I learned so much from her, from from that I am so grateful for today, for that mm-hmm. simple thing of a rosary. Mm-hmm. And you can call it the worry beads or meditation beads or whatever. It does calm me down. Mm-hmm. It does. But anyhow, I when she got very sick and, and was dying and ended up with some horrific surgery, I, at the end of her life, I remember saying to God, how could you do this to a woman that has been so faithful to you? Mm-hmm. Now, see, I'm going to get emotional. Mm-hmm. How can that be? How can you be a God of understanding and love? But, you know, so I did. Mm-hmm. I challenged God on that. But it was funny, just recently I read something that said, and it rang true to me, we come into this world, right? We're birthed into this world struggling, mm-hmm. right? They say you're, a woman is closest to death when she gives birth to a child. So that baby is really struggling to get into this world. Mm-hmm. And I think that we all have to struggle a little bit to get to the next world. I do believe yeah. that. So, And if anybody could handle that, it was my, my grandma. Um, but I was so close to her. It was so hard for me. I just Mm -hmm. didn't want, I wasn't ready to let her go. Even at 92, I wasn't ready to let her go. So she really instilled that in me. And, but I felt like she was also so inclusive Mm -hmm. in her own way, even though she was a very devoted cat. I want to say devoted, not strict, because she loved it. She loved the devotion of it. She would would always hand me the prayers in English because she couldn't read the English. And she'd say, she says, read it, you know, read it, you know, out loud. So, I mean, she was just a a gentle guide for me. And Mm -hmm. I, I wanted to take, once again, that example of hers and be a gentle guide to you kids. And Mm -hmm. I think it worked. Totally. And I think as I've gotten older, I've been wanting to go more and be a part of it more. And I think also since I found a church that I like love and it's in Brooklyn Heights and I go every Sunday. And what's the name of it? Assumption, the Church of the Assumption, Blessed Virgin Mary. And it's in Brooklyn Heights and it feels like a church that like I grew up in. Yes. 
because it feels like very family oriented, like everyone knows everyone. The priests are all like really cool. They're one of the priests, he brings his dog up on the altar I know, I and love sits that. there the, when he is I love that. giving mass. This past Sunday, there was a priest that came up that's like this young uh, guy, and he's the priest for um, Rikers Island, the, the prison. Oh, wow. No, Jesuit priest. Wow. I know. Here we go with the Jesuits, yeah. But like, even if it's just an hour or 45 minutes for me to sit by myself to like not be on my phone yep. or meditate. Yeah. Yeah. Now you're getting emotional. And I must say that uh, last year I was, dad and I were so fortunate to, and it was kind of a last minute thing to be able to come and spend Easter here with Katie. And, you know, it's funny. We always celebrated the Triduum. That was a big thing for our family. Um, so Triduum is the Holy Thursday, Good Friday, and uh, Holy Saturday for Easter. And so we got to do that together here. And that was so special at your beautiful little church. Totally. And that was never like, a, oh, God, we got to go to Thursday, Friday. I mean, we always... No, I mean, as a for, kid, I we, no. I mean, I think as kids, you're like, what am I doing? Like, I don't think I enjoy going to church when I was a kid. But we always made it like the Thursday was the last supper. So we always had a really nice dinner waiting at home. Friday was a little rough because we knew it was very sad. Yeah. And yeah. then Saturday, we knew that it was going to be a hallelujah moment yeah. at the end because yeah. we would always do the, the very long service for Holy Saturday. Yeah. And then we would hop on a plane and go on a trip. Fun. Totally. So I think there but are I ways just, to make it. It feels you know. like going back home. And I think the hardest thing for me is like, sometimes I'm like, oh, I wish I could like, you guys were here. I know. I know. I know. I understand that. And that's, but we, I am always with you in spirit. I'm oh, always with you in spirit. And I love it when you always give me a, a quick FaceTime call and I can tell, I said, where have you been? I'm just on my way home from church. And I love the fact, you know, Katie's husband is Jewish, but he so supports Katie. He knew. And I remember when he uh, asked, you know, for Katie's hand, you know, when he talked to daddy and I, and I said, Matt, I said, you know, Katie's a Catholic girl and you're Jewish. And I said, that's <laughs> the only, I love everything about you, the two of you together, but that's something you have to talk about, mm -hmm. you know? And, um, he says, Oh no, he says we have. And he said, we are so on board together. Mm -hmm. And I says, just, that's the that most important. Of course. But like, Definitely is hard at times. Yes, because I was what I was prefacing is that, you know, he walks to church with you most of the times and you go to church and he'll wait. I don't know, yeah. if, you know, and uh, then you'll he's there when you come out and then you go get your bagels. Yeah, yeah. you know, no, totally. So. But the thing that I've been doing, which has been like so nice, too, is that like I'll invite girlfriends to come with me because like there is. Funny enough, all my best girlfriends were yeah. brought up Catholic. Yes. Some of them don't practice still, but like they identify in some way with it. Yes. So I have brought a couple of my girlfriends to mass with me and it's like so nice. I just love that. So what I'm what I want to do is once the apartment gets done, every Sunday host, anyone that wants to come, we can go and then I'll brunch, brunch. after. I love that. Yeah. And I don't want ever anyone to think that, you know, I'm like an Opus Dei Catholic or anything like that cuz that <laughs> I'm definitely not that anything like that. Uh, I'm not I'm that. not bashing that, but I mean that's just not who I am. Um but I think that having a little spiritual side 
to your life is important. I've, I've said that before and whatever it is, whatever it is. <clears throat> I think so too. And I think it's a disservice for someone to not believe. And I had this conversation last night with my girlfriends, mm-hmm. Katie and Jess. I think it's a disservice for a kid to not believe there's something that's higher than you, be it the sun, the moon, the stars, the universe, God, whatever you all, whatever it mm-hmm. is for you. But I think that having that faith in something that's bigger than you makes life that much easier and I more do enjoyable. Too. I do too, Katie. Where like last night, Jess was like, yeah, I believe there's a God. And Katie's like, well, I think it's like the universe and spirituality and like a feeling and bigger power. And I know my other girlfriend, Michelle, would probably be in that vein too. Yep. And I think there's something that is so beautiful about A, living in New York and having all of these different Very good point. women that I'm surrounded with yes. that believe completely different things than me, but we can all come together at a table or they can come to mass with me and like respect what I believe. And we can have an open conversation about it. Yep. Where in Wisconsin, I never got that because all my friends that I in, in my community were Catholic and Christian. But you know what, Katie? I do think it's that period of time. That's why it's so important when people say, uh, you know, I'm not I'm not college material or whatever. Well, and I know you're wondering what? where I'm going with this, but <laughs> it it's such a, a growth period in a in a young adult's life mm-hmm. between 18 and whatever, 25, 22, whatever, how long you're in college, to go out there and see the world and figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that being in New York, wow, your your world was just opened, right. you know. But I think that also then exponentially. Right. But I think that also then makes by experiencing the world and then going through my questioning and going through my own journey, it makes my faith coming home. And it well, it just makes my faith stronger in what I believe. It's different what you believe. Yes. It's different what yes. the person down the street believes. But yes. like going through those trials and tri- tribulations makes of course that connection stronger. Of course. Of course. Yeah. You know? You know, and it's basically just being, you know, like, what the hell we've always talked about, you know? Being a good person, being kind, giving, living is giving. I mean, (laughs) we could go on and on, but we better lighten this up because it's getting heavy. (laughs) But will everybody please pray for Katie tomorrow? (laughs) I'm so scared to get my wisdom to out. But she's I'm so she's, scared of what I'm going to say, and I know no. Matt's going to videotape me. That's good. You'll be just fine. All right, honest to Pete moment. What? Okay, we've been talking about, I mean, it, this is not- We also need to, after this, go to the grocery store to get, like, mashed potatoes, applesauce, yogurt. Sure. <laughs> so we've had terrible weather in Milwaukee, right? Just oh, horrific. This the weather channel? Heavy, this is the weather channel. Yes, the, the, this was not the fluffy stuff. This was the heavy, wet snow. And if you're a Midwesterner, you know what that is. It's backbreaking. Okay. What? What is today? Uh, this this, this was this past week. Okay. I think it was Wednesday to Thursday. Okay. So on Thursday, alarms are going off. I happen to be in my car. No, in uh, like on the phone. Oh. And then I got a note from my girlfriend Jenny saying, did you hear the collapse at... Uh, Bayshore. I said, a collapse? What are you talking about? Bayshore is the mall. And she's, Bayshore is the shopping mall. She said, the parking structure. <gasps> no. What? 
I said, honest to Pete, are you kidding? And I thought, all right, I was on my home way home and I thought I'm going to swing around. Yeah. And, she, and I said, where? And she goes next to Trader Joe's. I thought, oh God, that's the parking structure I always park in. <gasps> honest to Pete. No. It collapsed. This isn't even funny. Thank God people were not parked there. What do you mean people? It, people weren't there because the weather was so bad, oh but God. the, the, um, the snow plow, not the snow plows, the guys were shoveling. Well, they right. had kind of the machines up there yeah. to, to move the snow in the parking yeah. structure. Well, they had nowhere to go with the snow, right? So they moved the snow into the center of the parking structure. Uh-huh. This, there's three levels on the third floor. Yeah. And it could not withstand the weight <gasps> of the snow and it collapsed and fell on a couple cars smashed the car. I'm not getting get hurt. No one got hurt. Wow. Thank God. I could not believe it. Dad could not believe it. So of course dad is like trying to figure out how could this happen? You know, with the, (laughs) the, the, yeah. And the engineering part of it, I says, well, it did. (gasps) Whoa. What an honest to Pete, huh? I couldn't believe it, but I drove by it. There were so many fire trucks and police Uh, gossip. small town gossip. (laughs) So on that, on that note, huh? Do not park in a parking structure. (laughs) Ever. Ever. I won't. All right, Katie, take her away. (laughs) I love you, Mama. That was so good. I'm just so lucky to do this with you. I love you. And thanks for joining in on my crazy endeavors. (laughs) I love you, love you. Okay, everyone, make sure to like, subscribe, comment. A new episode launches every Thursday. Follow us on Instagram too, and we will see you next week. Love you. Love you.